Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. For today, we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from January the 11th, 1992. Hope you had a great 4th of July. Happy birthday month, America. I'm sitting here with Doc. Our body hopper should be joining us shortly because he told us he was going to be ready early. But guess who's later than both Doc and I? And before I throw it to Doc, big shout out to... Disrespectfully, Classy, Marky, Blassy, Mike, Shorty, Joe Ice, good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every month. Thank you for being the sponsors of the show. And uh, that noise you're hearing in the background that I will not edit out is Hopper, who did join us uh, late a second ago as he's getting his headset on uh, as we speak. Well, let me go to you, Doc, first. How are you? I'm doing great, as always. Um, July the 4th, fireworks are overrated. Um. Hey, man, I, I see a lot of Omnibus and Best Of and Ask Anything podcasts going around because we're near a holiday. Instead, you and I are, are turning up the volume, aren't we, Mike? That's all we do around here, Bubba. That's all we do. We got the big uh, JYD, uh, JYD uh, Dark Side tonight. You're going to be covering that with the, with the Goon Squad. Uh, you and I are coming back in two days and doing the next Saturday night. We got a clash next week that all three of us are going to cover. We need to talk about that off air after the show. Uh, but, I, you know, Harper, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. That's right. We all are. We all are. Um, I'm sitting here watching he, Jaws 3. Oh. Remember that? Yeah, you know, it was terrible. It's this fish head that's supposed to be in 3D, I guess, just floating. Yeah. <laughs> that that yeah. movie's terrible. Yeah, it's a terrible. You should be watching. uh, You should be watching the Tiger Driver ninety one on a loop so that you can learn better moves. Oh, but fuck, Luke Gossett Jr. must need money, huh? Fuck. Hey man, those guys make those movies so then they can go make whatever else they want to go make. And all these movies, none of them bombed. They're all successful. I mean, they're coasting off the brand. I mean. The third and fourth one were what the fuck dog shit. Yeah, yeah, dog fucking shit. J- fucking Jaws, Jabroni just, Shark. Just letting y'all have fun over there. Hey, uh, real quick, we don't have any new patrons this week, so uh, become a patron. Tinyurl.com/slash/PatreonBTT. You know, Doc's over here talking about all the great content that's being kicked out 
and he's not wrong. All these dark side of the rings we've been doing, we got a clash coming Those up. Those shits don't record themselves. <laughs> Lots of stuff available on Patreon, 400-plus exclusive shows, including the video versions. And um, as we record this, it is the night that they're going to air the JYD episode. You know, Doc, we talked about the la- the Matt Bourne one, and it's up on Patreon right now, everybody. Man, it hit me after recording that like more than normal because we didn't really stress this although we usually do on especially the tales from the territories i I need an uncut unedited version of all the footage and let me tell you why that connie woman that the daughter matt Bourne's daughter accused her of foul play nurse ratchet nurse cratchit or whatever her name was from memphis Bruh, I need I need the unedited version of everything she said because they, they you know you know they interviewed that woman for hours on end and God who that's a punishment <laughs> never mind and, yeah, she and looked what, rough huh bro what is with y'all and attacking these old women's I'm looks I'm just saying both of them look fucking rough yeah invest Doc says the same a, thing every time. In, yeah, well, invest in a regular nighttime moisturizing routine, and maybe yeah. you won't look like the backside of a alligator's ass. Yeah, they all look like yeah. fucking like like old cowboy boots. Jesus yeah, Christ. have some fucking pride in yourself. They're old yeah. women. What do you want them to look like? I don't know. I People who give a shit. Say, You're always at home at Dot's Diner. Remember that, Mike? Yes. <laughs> he has no clue, but he's going to say yes anyway. <laughs> no. I mean, I, the, the the reference, I get it, because, but these women are not like 20, 30-year-old women anymore. Why? So, Doc, Doc, why? Imagine just... his wife and his ex-wife didn't fucking look like the, the, the bus driver for the fucking, from South Park. That's not these what Doc said. Like, the, the, well... But these women look like they gargle battery acid and shit. You know what, bro? Y'all just yes, can we can we stay on focus here on what, no, what, we what can't we're talking these, about? These sweat hog wildebeest are invading our TV. We can't. Okay, all right. You, you just want to be a prick. That's all it is to it. Come on, but I, I need the unedited version of everything that woman said because here's the thing: if the daughter's going to accuse this woman of basically killing her father. She I needs need to, it. She needs some equal time. I need it. Well, maybe not even equal time. But I I just need more than you know. If you really boil it down to it, what did they air? Maybe five minutes of what she said. Like if you really think about it, if she if they talked to that woman for let's say they talked to her for five hours. I don't know. Let's say they were at her house for a day, eight hours, right? And she talked for five minutes, bro. They could spin that any way they want. Now they didn't try to make her look like a killer, but Doc and I had a had a very interesting discussion about the accusations being made on Nurse Cratchit or whatever her name was. Come Connie. On. Nurse Cratchit. On a on a on a more pleasant note. But so you can listen to that along with all the other Dark Side of the Ring reviews we've done. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Plus, like we said, we got a clash coming up, the NWA Power Shows, the ECW shows, all available on Patreon. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Uh Doc, on a more pleasant note. Um, we'll do the five star review in a second. I need to play something because this got a lot of traction once I put it on YouTube. A lot of traction. 
uh, from our listeners. I have been hearing from listeners in the last 24 hours since I put this out there of what we said and everybody was popping. So here it is. Harper killed me in this. No. Hey, 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 I got an idea. Let half pint do it. Oh, God. He blocked. Okay. So Duck Bozard, half pint, and a few others went at him when this happened on January 18th, and he he blocked all of them. He blocked them. He straight up blocked all of them. So he here's blocked the thing. Little, dude, half pint's like the size of his say, pinky. Look, unblock our people. <laughs> I don't. Let him go. I don't. Like I, we're going to be Moses here. Russia. Let we're, fucking half pint go. We're, we're like Moses here. Let our people go. And we will. <laughs> Bro, I can't tell y'all. First off, half pint's messaging me that, that night. Bro, that's great. That's great. <laughs> and Harper, every time I hear Harper go, let half pint go, I pop. I erupt. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> He blocked, dude. He's blocking anybody who went at him about that. Did he block you? No, he didn't block me. What? Well, unless I checked, it was a few days ago. But it's just I hilarious. Think I'm trying to see why he washed out in the wrestling business. I don't know because he, he was on Conan and Disco's podcast. We hear like his. He, he's. I mean, you kind of agree with him. I don't. I don't even know what he talks about for me to say I agree or disagree. Right. That's nice. I mean, I do but know. Let disagree. me say this. I'm going to disagree uh, out of principle now. A year or two ago. Stand, I st- well, I stand with the Army, though. A few years ago, he was talking about the the pay in WWE and, like, just different pay issues with certain talents well, versus him. Bullshit. He didn't say that the... Uh, the that the uh, you know the the mid card guys should get paid as the main eventers. He said he didn't say that. Now, right? He's saying like you know he didn't say that. Oh, okay. Well, I, I could have swore I heard him say it, but if he says he didn't, I'm not. I, I don't care enough to argue. To be honest. Anyway, but let have <laughs> let have pint go. <laughs> All right. Doc, you said you had a follow-up with it too or no? Um, What do you mean? Like I I didn't run into Ryback out in the streets. He'd have been in trouble. I'd have had to stretch him. No, no I, I just wanted I to read. You, um, uh, you know, apparently a, a lot of our listeners have good ideas about things. I want to read something Ben Martin said. I'm, I, is Ben a listener of the show? Ben's a longtime listener, BTT Hall of Famer. Harper, you got to listen to this. This is great. He said, uh, this Ben fella says, upon hearing about the Ryback situation, I have thought of a way to bring a halt to this. Send Harper on his show <laughs> and have the D-man go on posing as menace. <laughs> By the time they will get through with him, he won't know whether to wind his ass or scratch his watch. <laughs> That's great. Send Harper and D-Man, but D-Man supposedly being me. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh come on, bro. Oh, Harper. <laughs> you ever met Bruno? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you think about 
about Bruno? Where's he about Bruno? He's like, Bruno? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? No, come on. <laughs> I tell you what, isn't Ryback's name Skip? Is like first name, what? real name, shoot name? That's what they, yeah. Because on the, on the, on Conan's podcast, Conan's like, I'm not calling you Skip. I'm calling you Ryback. So imagine yeah, Darren, up. Darren goes skip. on a show. Darren goes hey, on a show. Skip. Oh, hey, tell me something, Skip. Uh, what'd you think about Callaway? Best gimmick ever, huh? <laughs> yeah. Skip. Skip. That can't yeah. be his actual given name. I, I think it, it is. Because who would name their kid Skip? No, it's not Skip. It, oh, it can't be Skip. Right, that's, Nobody, that's what I'm saying. Nobody's name is Skip. Yeah. Skippy, like the peanut butter. Skippy Bayless. <laughs> now you're going to make me look it up. Now you're going to... Well, I mean, what y'all think about the uh, the submarine imploding? Oh, Jesus. I think I if really you play stupid do. games, you win stupid prizes. Pretty much. His name man, is you don't Ryan. Mess around with the, you don't mess around with Deep Sea, man. That that That's a dangerous place. Yeah. For real, his name is Ryan Allen Reeves. See, Ryan, I thought I was close. Doc, do you have a five star review for us? I do. It's from some fella named uh, Duck One One Two Four Seven Four. Oh, he left the. the, the, the that's got to be Duck Bozard. Fucking, but please Guaranteed read it. Hey, not to rust, bust, rust, combust, nut, whatever. Five stars. Um, and let me tell you, this is how a listener needs to do it. Find a way back into the system to continue to add reviews. Allow me to once again see. I can't see. He put a get in his review. He ain't breaking kayfabe on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, allow me to once again sing the praises of the best wrestling podcast in the biz today. I don't care if the guys are talking about how boring the Z-Man is, how ridiculous Arachnaman was for a gimmick for Brad Armstrong, the utter ineptitude of Van Hammer or Jake the Snake using a snake to do the Javorski on that atrocious Heroes of Wrestling pay-per-view. I'm always entertained by BTT, Deep State Harper for President, Be Blessed and Be a Blessing, Ducky in JCP Country. He must, have climbed out, he must have climbed out the holler and found a place with internet and left that. Oh, they what got internet in JCP territory. What'd you say, Harper? What happened to the Amazon thing I used to always push? Um, That's still a thing? We nope. Have, no, okay, we brother Ixnay on the Xnay. Okay. We have, we have severed our ties with that particular business. Oh, because I was wearing that the other day. I was like... I just hear you say classy Freddie Blassie. Yeah, down, down, down. I was like, you know, I haven't heard you uh, talk about that in forever. I thought you were about to break out into a Lance imitation again. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Michael Hayes fought on a yeah, program. Uh, like yes, that. And, uh, you know, um, uh, Michael P.S. Hayes uh, versus the, uh, the Iceman and, uh, and uh, Will and Rogers. Mr. Ebony. And, uh, and, Mr. Yeah, Ebony ran in. And, uh, yeah, this is a great match. He was telling me on the last World Class show we did, um, Doc, ringside, they used to have those, like, um, by the, by the, by the announcer's table. Well, it wasn't really an announcer's table, but the table that was ringside. They used to have those, like, red wooden chairs in the sportatorium. 
And those chairs are from like the 40s and 50s. He's got four of them at his house. What? Yeah. Gross. And um, oh, so in, in one of them, awesome. it is actually. That's, that's what I'm saying to y'all, making fun of him. So I'm like, he's he's like, yep. So one of the wrestlers, I don't remember who, grabs this red chair and is in the ring. He goes, "Yep, I got that red chair right there in my room, right and right there in my right there in my house." I've always and I wondered said, what, what what happened with all that crap that was in there when it was just vacant. Yeah, he could tell Stolen. you. Well, some stuff went to the Hall of Fame that was in Wichita Falls. That who knows what the hell happened to yeah, a lot of yeah, that what stuff. The fuck, dude, what happened there? Um, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I I know some speculation, but I couldn't tell you if stuff was retrieved and all that stuff. Lance could tell you more specifics. But he's got four of those red wooden chairs that are, like, basically 70 years old. That's crazy, man. That's nuts. He's got it. He's got four of them. Uh, My cousin has seats from the Astrodome. That sunbuck's been down for a while, so. Yeah. And they built that in the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. Yes, it, Before the yeah. Superdome. Yeah. You don't realize it till you... you... You know when they first built the Astrodome, it actually had real grass in it? Yeah. And they had, like, the, the, the ceiling was supposedly, like, it would be, like, you could... The sun would come through it, but I guess the grass didn't work. So that's when they ended up just replacing the grass with AstroTurf. At least that's what I've always I remember hearing something where uh, the, the Superdome, they were going to put grass in it and make an artificial weather pattern to, uh, to, to, to make it rain inside the I Superdome. I read that dumb shit in the Times-Picayune 2 like 30 years ago. Yeah. I'm like, Storm for the what? X is going to go in there and just make it rain. Yeah, what are we doing here? We got uh, harp weather freaking systems now oh, where we can. What are we doing? <laughs> I heard that. Like, no, that that I don't know where that came from. It was in the Times Picayune down there at one point. Same I read that. Show. Yeah, like yeah, Times Picayune. Sure. Yeah, I read that. I I, I don't know how they figured that. I mean, they did at one point. Blood. They did at one point talk about putting like grass in there. Like and just like replacing it constantly, God. like so that they would have a grass surface. But I guess you could put maybe fucking uh, UV lights up. You think that would work? It I think it'd be hot as camel piss in there. The NFL, system. the NFL makes enough money that every game they have ought to be played on grass. That is true. Yeah. Y'all ready to talk some wrestling? Not yeah. really. No, I guess. Is, no, this one's all right. It's, it's, I mean, we're, we're past Most Starcade. Long. Yeah. There you go. That's right. Well, let's Eight get months. started. Yeah, that's right. We're talking January 11th of 1992 and uh, whatnot here. Jim Ross opens the show. The front is kind of chopped off. We see Bagwell being beaten down. Then Jim Ross welcomes us into center stage. This was actually taped January 6th of 92. Uh, the next two weeks, including this one, are from center stage. Jim Ross runs down the card and tells us everything we'll see, and we go straight to stunning Steve Austin versus Marcus Bagwell. 
And they're going to basically have the TV title match right here to see if Bagwell can, can win it. So, Doc, I think we should get to this first matchup right away. And, uh, yeah, the quality of the video is flipping. Can you fix me. that? Can you fix that for us? The tracking? You want me to adjust the VCR? I, I don't know you what you want me to do here. You go stand in a corner and turn the fucking antenna. And, and, Hold that antenna in one hand and yeah. then dial it in with the, the UHF with the with, other. Yeah, with that big dial thing. That Yeah. What the fuck was that for? Dialing in shit. <sighs> Sir, this is cable. Sorry. Brad, do you remember you know what you just made me think of when when you said that? Remember that story Bolin told years ago when he said him and Cornette hooked plugged in the the phone line into the back of their TV some kind of way and they thought if they did that and dialed the phone number to like Memphis or wherever territory they would get the signal from that <laughs> <laughs> that territory. Do you remember that story? Uh-uh. I, I do not. Yes. He told it on like the Cornette show years ago. Like, you did what? Yeah. But people do people uh, needless to say it did not work. There was not a TV signal going through the TV line. I used to kind of <laughs> turn it to kind of halfway get one of the Baton Rouge stations. Oh, from your house? Yeah, and I would watch because because uh, uh, when, when I get back from catechism, I could watch it. For some reason, the fucking Ninja Turtles came on an hour later on the Baton Rouge channel, so I could still catch the Ninja Turtles after church. You mean? Yeah, that he used to have yeah. Idol Riders on. I used to there watch that go. cartoon. Have a little That's Captain nice. Crunch and watch you some cartoons. Yeah. Speaking of Captain Crunch, fuck, that's what happened to them going down to the fucking Titanic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oops, all berries. Oops, all two. My God. Uh, Doc, let's go to Bagwell versus Austin. What do you have as Hopper <laughs> implodes over there? Oh, my God. What the hell? Um, so Austin's the vet here. He's calling this, right? I would assume. Yeah. I need, um, Bagwell to stop blowing his hair out like that. Well, it's 1992. Yeah. I don't, I don't give a shit. He's a young, good looking guy. Yeah. Ladies. It's almost an afro. No, it's not almost an afro. It's just a puffed out straight hair. He's got all kind of hairspray in it. I mean, dude, you know how much hairspray he's gotten at? The way it's not moving? Like, I mean, he's in a wrestling match, and that helmet head is just... It, it might move a little, but it bounces right back into shape. Well, like, talking about bad hair, Nick Patrick's is no prize either. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to say? It looks fine to me. Got a I nice like mullet, fluffy mullet. Yeah, you like that, Harper? Nick looks Patrick's beautiful. Here. Yeah, luscious. Fuck, he does look like a fucking... Like some guy from a truck stop. <laughs> what else from this match, Doc? It's a little clunky. Like, that that, that drop kick wasn't, you know, smooth. But these guys are getting after it, so it was all right. They made it work. Yeah, um, they... Um, 
Let me just say this. Um, Bagwell's 22. Damn. He's a kid. And Austin's, yeah. Austin's 28. Jesus Christ. He's a kid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 22 and 28. Youngsters. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, but in, in, in reality, Austin's new to the business, too. I mean, he's... Yeah, for real. You, know, you don't have that long right now. I mean, he's still technically a rookie because in wrestling you're a rookie for more than a year um but yeah uh they um so this again this is for the tv title so tv title match only really get 10 minutes it does go to a time limit draw but that's not the end of it though because when the bell does ring the dangerous alliance hits the ring to beat down bagwell sting ron simmons and dustin rhodes come out to rescue bagwell though and they pull him from the ring so they kind of make the save on him which uh, it's good, but I thought, you know, this is the way I look at a match like this is Austin's been your champion now for several months. I mean, he's really held his TV title for quite some time and Bagwell's still new. And I mean, it gives him some credibility if he's going to go in there and go time limit draw with Austin. Who's your champ? What do you think? Doc? I thought the draw made sense. And then them hitting the ring afterwards made sense. I thought this was fairly well done. Yeah, this was good stuff. Get him. So, yeah, they Sick beat him. him down for a minute until Sting and kick him like a dog. Dustin and Ron Simmons pull him out. Technically, Sting does. Boy, there's a Sting promo on this. I can't wait to get to. Good job, uh, yeah, I can't wait either. It's going to be the best. It is. It is. Let's keep moving. After that, we go to the WCW Magazine segment with Eric Bischoff. There's a promo from Harley uh, Harley Race. It's uh, pretty meat and potatoes with him putting over Luger and Luger's workouts. Then they show a replay of Taylor splitting from the York Foundation and him uh, slamming down that word processor. And then I'm going to go to a promo that Terry Taylor is going to cut. If you just give me a second, I'll get to it. Uh, there it is. Here we go. That's wrestling. I waited for this to give me the answer. This is what I think of the computer, and this is what I think of the York Foundation. I'm on my own. Boy, people are saying to me, Terrence, what's going on with you and the York Foundation? Well, a year ago, Miss York came up to me and offered me a tremendous amount of money to join the York Foundation be the charter member. Well, at the time, I needed somebody with some connections, I needed somebody with some stroke, and I maybe just needed somebody. Well, I got the direction I needed, I channeled it the right way, and I started winning match after match after match. People said, hey, take a look at Terrence Taylor, he's doing okay. Then after a while, I start looking over to the computer. Maybe she's not looking at the computer. She's paying attention to something else, and I'm starting to lose matches. I'm looking over at her to try to get information to win a match. So I'm getting beat on. She's over there looking around. Well, I'm telling you right now, I had enough of that. I'm a smart enough guy by myself to see that I don't need Miss York. I don't need anybody. And fans, you may think because I quit the York Foundation, I'm going to be one of your favorites. <laughs> Get a life. I'm Terrence Taylor. I don't need you. I don't need the York Foundation. All I need is myself. I'm the tailor-made man. I still think he's well rehabilitated, and this is just the next step. Doc, your thoughts? I thought Harley was good before him. He was good there. Uh, he's staying healed. Harley is going to be really good in a second. That's why I didn't play this first one. Yeah, let's go to Harley. Well, it's coming up in the two segments. From There's that. another one. Yeah, but first, and, man. 
Okay, so we're in the Egg Dome. We're for the we're at the you know the January sh- Super Show that they always have every year, and Vader's at the height of his powers, and they roll him out against El Gigante. That ain't yeah. that's not gonna work for me, brother. Imagine Ellie Gande, Ellie Gante in, in in Japan. Watch what Vader Watch does the, him, Hopper. Yeah, oh, he no. makes him a baby face. He's going to set him on fire? No, just watch. <laughs> He's got the helmet. He's st- ah, Breathe yeah. it in, bitch. <laughs> so, like that's Doc said, that's when Vader <laughs> Like Doc said, they after Taylor's promo, they go to the Tokyo Dome and they show Vader versus Eligante, and yeah, I'm with you, Doc. Like Vader's got to wrestle Eligante at the Tokyo Dome, uh, or uh, so. The best part about that though is the last thing we see is the smoke being blown in Eligante's face, and I, Harley's gonna say something about that that I'm gonna play in this next promo. But how bad did you feel for Vader there, Harper? Well, and bad. Bad and Jr. called that a fatal blow. Oh boy, do we have a problem with that? Uh, how much longer has he got? He, I don't know, but a fatal blow would kill him. Well, he's elegante. <sighs> oh, good point. Never mind. It's hard to take anything with peace. him seriously. It it is, and you know the. J- j- how much did WCW have to pay the Japanese to do this? So they're like, really? Well, I don't know. I mean, because Vader's in it, so like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But it couldn't have gone more than like four or five minutes. It well, that's have. what I was about to say. Somebody out there seen this full match, and it ain't us. No, no, I, I saw more than I. I don't want to see it. No, <laughs> but I am curious to know how long it lasted. Two poots. Yeah, two poots. All right. Well, let's keep moving. The Steiners are taking on Buddy Lee Parker and Pat Rose in the next match. Yes, Buddy Lee Parker and Pat Rose. Doc, this was a pretty quick one. Uh, What did you have from this one? I got one timestamp before I go to the finish. Well, it's good to see the Steiners back together. Um, But what I noticed in this match is that half the suplexes and or moves – I'm not sure that the uh, Pat Rose and Buddy Lee Parker had any hand in helping them work. It was just, we're going to do this now. I mean, but those two guys are pros, so I'm sure they just went. Well, yeah, but I I just, it's time to go. The one I had right here was when Steiner picks up Pat Rose and he's on the top rope and, and Steiner just Samoan drops him, just timber. Okay. (laughs) That was the first Tokyo Dome show ever. That was the first one? And so here, I'll read the card. Liger, I'm bad with Japanese names, Aoyagi and Nagami defeated (laughs) Hiro Saito, Super Strong Machine, and Honaga. Um, Arn Anderson and Larry Zabisco defeated Ohara and Koshinaka. In 12 and a half minutes. Dusty and Dustin defeated Masa Saito and Kim Duke in 14 minutes. Um, I'm waiting on this Vader time if they have it. Vader in El Gigante was a double DQ. 
in four minutes and 49 seconds. There you go. Four Luger, <laughs> Less than Luger five defeated, minutes. Luger defeated Chono. Sonny Chono. And Sting okay. and Muda defeated the Steiner brothers. I didn't mm. read all the dark matches for the... No, that's fine. Sting and Muda, that makes sense. I mean, it's Muda, so... But, Put it, put him over. Um, yeah, yeah. any thoughts on the yeah. Steiners and Parker and Rose? Yeah. All right. So where's the other State Patrol guy? Uh, he somewhere. I guess I, he's working at honestly, detail at, at 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 Home Depot. Maybe that or or a truck stop or something. I don't I don't know where he um he can't be there because Buddy Lee is is tagging nonstop without him. Sure. So somebody's gonna tell me. Ben Martin, send me an email. Tell me where uh, uh, James Earl Wright is. We get a Frankensteiner to Buddy Lee Parker, and the Steiners win. Now here is where we're gonna get to the promo that I have been dying to play. Van Vader, Big Van Vader, and Harley Apparently Race. Apparently, you and I have the same note. God, I could. It, it, when I was list watching it, I go, oh, God, this is going to be great. Just give it a listen. You'll hear it. When you hear it, you'll know. Uh, let's go now to their promo. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. Jim Ross back with you here at center stage. Before we see Big Van Vader in the handicap match, one man versus two. I want you to hear some comments from Big Van Vader. He recently had a big altercation with Elegante. Here are his comments. I took one look. Just one look is all it took at this man right here. And I thought to myself, I took one man all the way to the world's title. Why not two men all the way to the world's tag team title? Visualize in your own mind. Think for a second if you're capable. This man right here, one of the largest human beings on earth, along with Mr. Hughes. You team this combination and you absolutely have to have the next World Tag Team Champion. This man right here, just the other night in Tokyo, Japan, steamed the giant. Woke up it came. The giant rolled and cried and begged for relief. But this man gives no relief. Think about him and Mr. Hughes. He gives no relief, man. Hold on one more time. Hold on one more time. For relief. But this man gives no relief. Think about him and Mr. Hughes. (laughs) (laughs) He says... Vader steamed the giant, and then he begged for relief. This man gives no relief. Vader's not giving you a hand job in, in the Lincoln Continental because you have a problem uh, with your wife. Sorry, Javorski, but uh, you're an idiot, but uh, Vader is not giving you relief. Boy, is it fitting? It's just kid stuff. Oh. I mean... Just, and, why and why that, is that his choice of words? I don't know, but I might. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Harley down. Race, at any point in his life, saying the words Tokyo, Japan, made it seem like the farthest away place on earth. 
Pretty much. I agree. You know, Asiatic Spike, Tour of Japan, it sounded so mysterious and exotic, but Harley made it sound like it was on another planet, the way he pronounced yeah. it. Yes. Relief. Relief. Asiatic Spike, it sounds so wrong now. Why? Asiatic, you can't does. say that anymore, huh? Sure you can. I don't, no, you can't. Why not? I don't think you can say that. Asiatic. Okay. Say that. Arn said the J word on one of his shows like a couple months ago. I was like, Jesus. What? He said J A P S. Like I was like, Arn, it's like 2023. I don't know if you can say that these days. Oh, dude, that, you can say out. something is Jewish, but you can't say. I think it's contextual. Maybe. I'm not an expert on it, so I'm just going to leave it alone for now. Because you'll clip it in to take my words out of context. Yeah. Bruh. Well, some things that you can't take out of context is um, TC Jones, I'm sorry, TC Carter and Denny Poston is taking on Vader. Watch this guy comes in the ring. Vader pulls his ass in. And then look look what Vader does. He drops him like, eh, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> look at how he tossed him. Like he's a baby. Yes. Like, by his like, head and ears. Like he's picking him up like out the out the bathtub. That looks like hey, me ready? wrestling my children in a swimming right. pool. Right. Dude, Vader beat the piss out of these two dudes. I mean, he what he's supposed them. to do. Whoop! handicap. Yeah. On commentary, Jim Ross says Vader tried to blind Eligante with the, st- with the steam. <laughs> Didn't provide relief. Tried to blind him. God damn. I feel like T.C. Uh, Carter is your favorite wrestler, Mike. Well, I wasn't. let me go back to when they're introducing him because I wanted to get some commentary from Harper on his attire. Do you see this T.C. Carter uh, guy? Yeah. Look at the gimmick. Look, what, what, can you explain? Dated, isn't it? For I mean, was it? No. Was it dated in 92? Look at him. Is he supposed to be a pimp? That's what I'm saying. Yes. Looks like he's from Shaft. Pimp, pimping don't go out of style, dude. He's got a hat on with a feather in it and this lime green, light light bluish, paisley type pattern. I mean, he's 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 gimmicked up, man. And he's got cowboy boots on, or at least it looks like it almost. Yeah. Yeah, so, but Vader beats the hell out of these two. He just demolishes them. Uh, any thoughts on it, Doc, as Vader wins this thing? It's impressive, but that's what it's designed to be. Yeah, it was it was good. I'm not complaining whatsoever. Um, he just beats the piss out of them uh, like a Vader slam here. Look at this. Bam. Bitch. And then he's going to pin him. But he did pick that guy up by his ears, bro. Double splash. One, two, three. It's over. Uh, from there, they go, Doc, to a Clash 18 preview. We go to commercial oh, where they're plugging the Clash. We're going to out of the park next week, fellas. Well, we got to talk to Harper to see if he's going to be available because it's uh, July 4th. Oh, is it? That's next Tuesday? Yeah, next you Tuesday got big July Ju- 4th. Retroactively, do you have big uh, July the 4th plans this year? I don't know if I'm working. Well, that'll answer the question if he can find out in between now and the end of the show, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the Clash is coming up. 
It is going to be on January 21st, live Tuesday on TBS. They are showing the card. If you got the video version, you can see what the card is. We're going to break it down at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Get access to The Clash, Tales from the Territories reviews, Dark Side of the Ring reviews. They all of that is available on Patreon. Oh, shocking. They can't spell Arn. What makes you think they're going to spell Zabisco right? Zabisco Dang. I mean, Arn... Arn is spelled right here, but they've spelt it Arnie in the past. And, of course, yes, they can't spell The top ten is a mess lately, too, by the way, with the spelling. Um, and Ron Simmons is not in the top ten. Well, then who is? It's, it's, all, it's all messed up. It's a joke. Um, also, in addition to the Clash card that they're showing here before we go to commercial, they also show an ad for Super Brawl 2, which is coming up February the 29th, 1992. Sting versus Luger for the world title and Rude versus Steamboat for the U.S. title. So we got some good stuff to look forward to with that. Maybe not for Doc, but, you know. Well, All right, Doc, because you don't like Sting. And um, I don't want to spoil things for you, but uh, maybe it's going to be Sting's night. Mm, we'll see. Next match, Cactus Jack and Abdullah the Butcher versus... Z-Man and Brian Pillman. They're back. Now, these guys are... Go ahead, Hopper. What were you about to say? I wonder who wins this. Well, Z-Man and Pillman are former U.S. tag champs. It's been a while, but it's very true. Um, I got one time, two timestamps, Doc. I I, I can't with Z-Man, bro. I cannot do it. I can't with Z-Man, Doc. He's not that bad. Don't let Zoncha hear that. He, he, I don't. He's not my favorite, and he's not what they wanted him to be. But you're you, you've made it personal because of Zoncha. Yeah. No, I like Zoncha. Zoncha's my yeah. my dude, man. Zoncha's a good what you friend. Say off air. That's not true. Now you're just trying to be messy. Something about an illiterate prick. No, you say that about Javorski. Oh. No. You're like, man, how does he crank off so much? He can't even write or read. <laughs> like, well, that's why he cranks off a lot, because I guess he can't spend his time reading and writing. I assume that every person I meet is illiterate until they prove me otherwise. <laughs> we know. <laughs> um, any thoughts on this match? All I wanted for hey, Abdullah to do this, here was in get- this match, they caught Pillman. Body slamming Abdullah. They didn't miss it. Unfortunately, I had the Z-Man in the match boring me to death. And I, I, I you know what? I was thinking while I watched this, seriously. I'm just sitting there waiting for Abdullah to get a fork. There you go. That did nothing yeah. for me. I still want Abdullah to pull a fork out and put it in Z-Man's forehead. Come on. Well, and, and my note here was... There was a time where Abdullah wouldn't have sold for either one of these guys. Right. Well, that's great and all, but I don't think Pillman's a pushover, and he ain't going to put up with Abdullah's shit either. Okay. Z-Man's a hell of a wrestler. Now, Z-Man, I could really see Abdullah just taking advantage of him. He's got great charisma. Oh, God. He can work the mic like fucking no one can. 
dude is like watching paint dry. No. You know, and you know he's he's patient because he spent his whole life in school waiting to say present because he's in the Z's. So I mean, he's a, he's a good fella. He's a good fella. Um, you're, you're ridiculous with him. Here's you have a, botch a personal from grudge against a man who is no longer with us. Oh, he for died. No reason. Yes, even Tom Zink's been dead. He's been. Deceased. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, he passed away. Doc's trying to be funny, like I have a problem with him, but. I don't have a problem with him as a person. He just bores me to death. Dude, Tommy Rich. I'd rather watch a Tommy Rich match than I would Z-Man. That's because he's a southern wrestler. Yeah. Okay. Zink is a northern wrestler. All right. Doc, any thoughts before I go to the finish of this thing? In a promotion with Van Hammer and Big Josh, Z-Man's not that bad. Yeah, come on. He's got good physique. He's got a great smile. Takes care of himself. Yeah. He's got a, Until he, he doesn't. Well, let's see. He <laughs> died at fifty at fifty nine in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, he's he hadn't been deceased for long. I think he was that old. Bro. Z Man just he, Pillman takes the heat. And Pillman makes a hot tag. Z-Man comes in. He's on fire. Z-Man super kicks Abdullah two times. Abdullah doesn't fall. Z-Man puts Abdullah in the sleeper. But Cactus hits Z-Man in the back of the head with Abdullah's witch doctor stick. And then Abby pins Z-Man. And I was just like, thank God Z-Man took the pin here. But I... I right, team one? All right, guy got pinned. There you go. Or else I'd have been, if Pillman would have took the pin here, I'd have been pissed. Talking about thirty-year-old wrestling, I'd have been mad. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel WCW Network. Uh, the funny part about this is after they win, Cactus and Abdullah, they end up fighting up the aisle. So they're like brothers and don't get along uh, after they win. You know, I guess is what I'm right. saying. Any other thoughts, Doc, before I keep going and go to your favorite segment of the show? Well, I guess for the Abdullah and Cactus, they're being as wild as they possibly can on a show for children. That's fair. Speaking of fair, it's only fair that I play a Sting promo. He's coming out there with Marcus Bagwell. Let's hear from Sting and see what he's got to say. I'll just interrupt you right now, Rossi, and tell you right now that my blood is boiling. It's boiling, Polly, dangerously because you and everyone with you, all of your punks, choose to break the rookie in just proper, didn't you? The kid just proper. Well, you know something? I was a rookie and I was a kid and I was broken in just proper. Also, so seeing as how the kid, the rookie, and the stinger here have something in common, I think it's only proper that we issue a challenge. To you or any two of your punks that want to take us both on in a tag team competition because I'm once again in the mood to be broken in. Bagwell, come here, I want to talk to you for a second. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the challenge has been made apparently for next week's television broadcast, Sting and Marcus Alexander Bagwell against any two of the Dangerous Alliance. Now, in just a moment, we'll return to the ring to see Johnny B. Bad. 
His his fucking blood's boiling. He's ready to be broken in. <laughs> Dude, that line popped me. I was like, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Push my whoa. shit in, Rossi. <laughs> Toss my salad. Get me in the mood. Slap me in the face. Get on top. If you get tired, I'll I'll get on top. Whatever. I'll take over. I'll, I'll take, take over. over. You get tired, I'll take over. I didn't realize Bagwell was that short because he's he's. I think he's shorter than than fucking Jim Ross. Um, looks like he's about the same height, but Sting is tall though. Sting is not a short man. Yeah, yeah, I'll give he's Sting not six eight or anything, tall. but he's yeah, Sting's tall. Yeah, Doc, what did you think of Sting's promo? That was awful. Come on, that was <laughs> my blood's boiling. My blood's boiling. His blood's boiling, Rossi. I'm gonna interrupt you, Rossi. <laughs> just look at look at his eyes. Just 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 That's... look at his eyes. Here, let, let, just listen to this first part again. And tell you right now that my blood is boiling. It's boiling, Polly, dangerously because you and everyone with you, all of your punks, choose to break the rookie in just proper, didn't you? The kid just proper. Well, you know something? I was a rookie, and I was a kid, and I was broken in just proper. Look at his eyes. <laughs> I play these because I know Doc hates them. That's the best part about them. It's like back in the day when I would cut off the Paul Ellering promos. Remember that? Right. Yeah. It would be that. And Paul Ellering was better than this. Uh, promo wise, I don't know, man. I just not. A, I I didn't realize things promos just weren't as good back then. I mean, I guess like I always say for kids it was, but man, he did everything right there. But how at the end for Doc? Come yeah. on, Sting's an icon. He is. All right, look look at the top ten. This is what I was talking about a second ago. Okay, so, so hold on. Um, hold on. Pittsburgh has an H at the end. <laughs> oh my God! All right, that's so... not how you spell consequences. <laughs> is it? No, it's not. It's, it's missing a C. Yeah. <laughs> Truth or consequences is how it's spelled. Right. Pittsburgh doesn't have the H. Zabisco is spelled right. So here's the, here's the here's the top ten. Vader is 10, Steiner is, Scott Steiner is 9, Zabisco is 8, Dustin Rhodes is 7, Cactus is 6. Now we'll go to the rest of them. Rick Steiner is 5, Ricky Steamboat is 4, Steve Austin is 3, Sting is 2, and Ravishing Rick Rude is 1 because he's the U.S. champion. And of course, Lex is the, is the world champion. Ron Simmons is not on that list. Now... Elegante is also gone from that list, thank God. But Ron Simmons should be on that list ahead of Dustin Rhodes. Right. I think so. I mean, and you could argue, you know, Sting's been a world champion. That's why he's two right here. And Austin is a TV champion. Like, I don't know. You kind of look at the top five. I don't know. Maybe I move Rick Steiner out of the top five. You know, he's a tag team guy. But Ron Simmons is certainly needs to be in this 10. 
along with all of these misspellings. But that's WCW, so what do you expect, Doc? How the fuck are you going to spell shit like that? And no one fucking looks it over. WCW? That's fucking... They had no quality control. And the sad part is, like, you saw that in the territories all the time. All the time in the territories. Like misspellings. Ric Flair was misspelled. They misspelled Von Eric on Mid-South TV. Like, there was... I can't remember how they exactly spelled it. E R I C K, I think they they yeah. would misspell names all the time. But yeah, it it's not a national promotion. All of them seem to do it. But here we I'm go. I'm surprised this shit got on the air. Like, period. Like they hit the power button and it like got loaded up. Well, remember, there's that one missing episode from like ninety or ninety one that never made air. Like it got lost. They, just, they they aired the wrong just, show like again, and it just never happened. Well, it it was taped to be aired, but it never right. it never made TV. Yeah, Is so that it never the most technically it never happened. Thing ever. Um, maybe, maybe I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. There's a lot of competition. It's pretty bad. There. I mean, yeah. There's there's some competition there. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, I'll give you another one that y'all probably don't think of. There was a Saturday night. It was a Saturday night that Arn Anderson came back and made his re-debut at center stage. If you, we didn't even talk about it the week it happened, but, and I think we didn't talk about it because we knew he was coming back and we, we didn't want to spoil it, but there's an ad in the middle of that show of one of the house shows that that they're doing that says Arn Anderson versus blah, blah, blah. It's like, what? yeah, there's an ad. You know how they do a scroll where it's it says, hey, coming to Pittsburgh on blah, 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 blah. And then coming to such and such Pennsylvania, blah, 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 blah. And then Philly. And it, well, there. yeah, there's an ad that says, and on such and such, Arn Anderson and, su- and taking on you know who. It's like, bruh, the man ain't even re-debuted yet. And you're saying he's here. So, I mean, yeah, they did dumb shit like that, too. Speaking of something that's not dumb, I just love Johnny B. Bad. He, look how he's walking. He's great. He's got a lot going on here. I like his he's got a, it, It's awesome. He is fantastic. Um, he's got the women putting dollars in his garter. Um, it's, it's something to see in 1992. And he's taking on... Someone we haven't seen in some time, one of our Smoky Mountain wrestling legends, Mark Kyle, Killer Kyle, is in the ring waiting on him. Uh, Johnny B. Bad puts some lips on a baby in the front row. Oh, yeah, that's nice. No, that's the, real the, classy. That's a that's some good, wholesome baby face work. Yeah, he didn't do anything crazy. It's a sticker. He just put it on the, the kid's cheek. Yeah. It wasn't like he did anything illegal. Um, he shoots his cannon off in the crowd. Oh. I mean, his confetti cannon. Yeah. He got some relief. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Well, if Vader's not going to provide it, Johnny B. Bad will. Oh, God. Jim Ross says, uh, call the wrestling hotline and you'll hear from some is- some information about the NWA. Oh, call it up. See what they say. Right. Uh, he also says, kids, get permission from your parents before you call. Doc, anything you got from this match between these two? It's a quick one. 
No, it was quick. It it literally goes like a minute. Um, Bad knocks out Kyle and then puts some lips on Kyle's cheek, his face, not his ass cheek. And um, JR is going to interview Johnny B. Bad in a second after he knocks him out. But I thought this was interesting because before I go to the promo, how much Hopper do you think Johnny B. Bad is weighing right now just looking at him? Uh, Good question. About 250. Okay. Doc, what do you think? Uh, More than the division that you're about to talk about. All right. So I'm with Hopper. Hopper nailed exactly what I have written down in my notes. I for sure think Johnny B. Bad is 250 pounds. Um, I think you have to take a couple of... And I think you have to take a couple of things into consideration. He's not a short man. He's also not a giant. But I'm guessing he's a good 6'2". Yeah. You know, 6 feet maybe at the shortest. Yeah. And he's he's not completely jacked like you know he's roided up, but he's thick. He's I mean, got he's some jacked. he's got some mass. Well, I mean he's not. When I say he's not jacked, I'm defining it by today's standards. Where you see some of these monsters. I mean he wasn't like the Road Warriors or Nikita when Nikita was jacked on roids, but he's he's thick. So just listen to what Johnny B. Bad has to say here when Jr. is interviewing him. Using the left hook for another victory here at center stage, but I must ask you about the rumor. Are you going to pull weight and challenge Jushin Thunder Liger for the light heavyweight championship of the world? Oh, hush, Jimmy. You and all my bad people out there know that Jonathan Bad is going down to light heavyweight to take that belt back to America where it belongs. You know, it's 235 weight. Now you weigh about 240. Can you pull up five pounds? Jim, not only will I pull that weight down, I'll do it for myself and all these people because that belt is going to look so pretty around my waist. All right, fans. Uh, Johnny B. Bad with a challenge. And Jushin Thunder Liger. Hope he has more success losing five than I have. Fans, we'll be back right after this timeout for more action from center stage. Um, well, that's a really high weight for a light heavyweight um, range. Dude, he's... He, he he does not look like a white man. He's a, <laughs> if we can get off the how is he, he not like, black? I want someone to sit me down and, and explain to me and explain how he's not an African American male. African American males, African American <laughs> males. Dude, he he looks like a brother. I mean, I don't, I don't know uh, what to say. It's, it's, it's so perfect, though. We don't have any real light heavyweights that we could we could throw at this, like I don't know, Pillman, Pillman, Z Man, Z Man, Morgan. I Terry it Taylor. Kills me when I, it kills me when 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 I hear like, oh, you know, he's got to get down to two thirty to be a light heavyweight. Like what? I thought that was like what two twenty. I I mean I don't even know the weight classes anymore. I used to know them, but yeah, that that seems like. <laughs> That seems like you might be a little bit too much uh, right. to be a light heavyweight, but I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. It doesn't really make sense. But the other part of it is, if you're going to put logic to it, there's no way he's close to two thirty. I mean, he Harper said two fifty, maybe he's two forty. I don't. Know. He looks, he looks Jack, man. Look at his traps right there. Yeah, for real. I mean, his chest, his shoulders. The dude's in good shape, and he's got muscle, man. He's just this, this. No, it doesn't even look realistic. But that's why I asked the question, Hopper. It just yeah. But Johnny B. Bad is a brother. There's there's nothing 
white about this man, even though he is a white Italian, apparently. You think he? You think he did his own makeup? Yes. I don't know. Didn't wasn't um. Uh, oh yeah. What's her? The York Foundation was doing it. Yeah, wasn't Terry Reynolds doing it back then? Maybe. Yeah, she, I mean, I mean, I know she's on-air talent these days, but yeah, I thought she was back there doing makeup. So I don't know. He he's got this gimmick nailed. Let's keep moving. We go to uh, the Taylor Made Man versus Greg Sawyer, and we haven't seen a picture in picture promo for some time, but uh, we see one here. Taylor said, "Don't blink an eye. You'll see me dismantle another opponent." And um. He wasn't lying. It took like a minute or two, and he beats Sawyer with the five arm and pins him. Doc, any thoughts on this match, which was, uh, again, we've had some really quick ones, and I get it. It's an hour episode. They're trying to get this shit in. No, I mean, I would have had him beat somebody of a little bit more stature there, but okay. Yeah. I think you got to reestablish him because I was trying to remember who he did a job to on a pay-per-view or clash. But he did a job to somebody and he lost like instantly. So I think they're just trying to it's almost like you gotta rehabilitate him as a talent. So yeah, feed him Greg Sawyer or whoever and let him get some wins. Okay. Uh, that was my thoughts. But it was it was really quick with the five arm. And then from there we go to the main event of the show. Six man tag action. I actually hate this. Arn Anderson, Larry Zabisco, and Rick Rude with Paul E. and Medusa versus Dustin Rhodes, Ricky Steamboat, and Ron Simmons. Again, Ron Simmons not in the top ten, but uh, out in this main event with some heavy hitters, which he should be. And um, it's actually got a nice reaction there. It gets close to the end. Uh, there was plenty of chance here that the crowd wasn't dead at all. Ron Simmons had Larry Zabisco in a bear hug as we got towards the finish. And I don't know, I just thought the crowd was into it. Something as simple as a... Uh, a bear hug and then rude was doing some dick dancing when Simmons atomic dropped him, and no one sells an atomic drop like Rick rude does crowd was really into this. I hate six mans when he just kind of throw them together, but I mean, right. I get it. There's the thing about it is we do care about the baby faces in this match versus uh, not caring. So anyway, doc, what did you have from this one? Yeah, I feel like there's about seven, eight, nine guys in this feud and they should focus up a little bit on it because we have different matchups at the clash yeah they're just kind of putting matches together to get to the tuesday night clash show at this point yeah yeah so you got this um, week I and next larry week was, the clash. i thought larry was retiring no that's he ain't got much longer like, from this point, he doesn't have much longer. I mean, like, he's, yeah, he's, I say not much longer. than Somebody will say, oh, no, no, it's uh, X amount of months. I mean, yeah, it, it, it he ain't got much longer, dude. <laughs> At least that I remember. Maybe, maybe he goes somewhere. Does he go somewhere else after this, Doc? I think this is it. Yeah. Uh, I think he goes to maybe backstage work and then eventually commentating, right? Right. Yeah, I remember when he did commentary. Um, So watch this. Simmons gets, here's the bear hook I'm talking about. Look at Larry sell it, which I thought was great. And then Rude comes in and breaks it. And then Simmons goes to give them a clothesline. Rude ducks it and dick dances. <laughs> and then Ron's like, snatched. nope, atomic drop. And then look at Rude sell it, atomic drop. 
It's great. Look Walking like he's got to take a shit. Oh, my God. It's, this was the best part of the match. Like, And the fans were going absolutely nuts. Fans were into this. Yes, they, they loved it. They absolutely loved it, especially near the end. I, I rewound that and watched it like numerous times because Rick Rude and his atomic drop selling is second to none. Uh, anything before we get to the finish, Doc? No, I, I had that note too about his dick dancing and then he got snatched. So Rhodes ends up in the ring near the finish and he is on fire. Faces on fire. Larry Zabisco ends up being pinned by Dustin. But Eaton does a run-in and puts the Alabama jam on Dustin. And Larry then hits Dustin with a brain buster. The heels end up powdering out of the ring and we run out of time and go off air. Uh, you know, they they really did wrap this thing up the right way. It was kind of a hot finish. Heels running in, things were hot, shit was hitting the fan, and we got to go off air because we're out of time. And I always liked when they did that back in the day because it felt exciting and it wasn't just a dull wrap-up at the end. Uh, Doc, any other closing thoughts before we go to rate it and hand out some Rolexes? I'm with you that I'm not the biggest fan of throwing together six men's, but this was a good match, and these guys were getting after it, and I enjoyed it. I hated it when I first started looking at it, and I was like, this is good. They're they're out there working their asses off, and the yeah, it also good. matters when the when the fans are into it too. Yeah, yeah to praise be to Allah. Yep, and you're right. That is a good way to end it. You get the the baby faces got the win, then the heels get some heat. I don't know. I just thought this was good. So on that note, we got to rate it and hand out some Rolexes before we uh, do that. I'm sorry, two two awards since Ric Flair in here. Uh, Doc, what are you going to rate it? Well, it was an hour. Oh and God, it was, it was. Yeah, and that man, that that's so easy to to like really put together a good show with this much talent on the roster. If you think I'm about it, the it. first match was long. In the uh, yeah. long first match was a time limit draw, Austin and Bagwell, and then all the matches in between were like really quick, but they all made but, sense. But think about the, this. We used to talk about Saturday night being all squash matches. We had this six man. We had Bagwell and Austin, and we had Pillman and Zinc versus Abdullah and Cactus. Give me an A for this. Hopper, you want to rate it too? I give it an A. It was an hour long. I am going to give it an A as well. And before we give when it, you're a two, husband and a father. You can you can suffer through anything for an hour. Boy, you ain't, you ain't lying about that. <laughs> so, so then, uh, before we uh, hand out the 2 2 award, remember the only way you can listen to the Clash of the Champions review from Clash 18. Yes, we are approaching the 18th Clash that we've done. All the others are on Patreon from 1 to 17, along with the WCW pay per views as well. Become a patron member of ours at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. The only place you can listen to the Clash reviews, the WCW. Uh, pay-per-view reviews and so much more on Patreon. tinyurlcom slash BTT. Doc, who are you going to give your toot toot award to? This is hard. Uh, I'm going to go with Brian Pillman for uh, getting his slam of Abdullah on camera this time. Okay, well that wasn't his fault that the slam didn't get on camera last time. I'm a, I'm aware of that, but he's getting his his uh, his love now for that. That's right. Harper, who do you want to give it's your never, two It's never too late. 
Define love, Mike. Okay. Hopper, who are you giving your toot toot award to? I give mine a Harley. Bruh, you, he, he ain't giving I that hate relief. you. You stole my thunder. I didn't steal shit. Harley is getting stole, the toot toot. You stole his relief. <laughs> I stole his relief. I Harley is getting <laughs> Harley's getting the toot toot. Bruh, Harley was tremendous. First off, we didn't even play the first one because I was like, nah, I can't play the first one. We got to get to the second one. He he he's he killed me when he said <laughs> Vader's not giving you relief, Eligante. That was great. And then he he didn't even say he said Vader steamed him. Like he's a fucking crab leg or some shit. That shit was funny too. <laughs> he steamed him. He steamed him. I, I neglected to say though, too, that in the next match, Jim Ross was talking about uh, Vader tried to blind Eligante, and Jr. even said that Eligante had some damage to the left eye, so Vader steamed his left eye. What an <laughs> like asshole! He's a, like he's a like like he's a crab or something, man. What are we doing here? <laughs> what is he a lobster? We're steaming him now. Yeah, I'm. I got to go with Harley, man, because he's not providing. Re- you know, he said Vader is not providing relief, and I don't know if it gets any better than that. So yeah, there's that. You know what's fucked up? I'm sitting here watching Jaws 3 still. Come Jesus on. Christ. This is supposed to be in SeaWorld. Yeah, yeah, that's true, huh? And why would SeaWorld think it would be a good idea to associate themselves with this movie where everything breaks down <laughs> and a park goes haywire and there's a killer shark fucking eating people? At their fucking uh, theme park. It's like people didn't think things through back then, Hopper. Never. It's not a but good it was, look. How, wait a minute. Nobody thought anything through, but everything was airtight. That's always the thing. Like, well, you ever think about that? I'm still there. When, yeah, we can hear you. All right. It's coming. I can what? feel it. Deep State Harper's. Deep State Harper's got to be on the way. Whenever you go, y'all still there? Yeah. Yeah, we hear you. But no, it's it's true, Harper. Like you can't. Every every everybody likes to always think that everything was so great and good when it came to entertainment back then, and then you watch it now and you're like, this is horrible. It's like if it was like Disney World and like uh, Mickey Mouse turns out to be a serial killer. The guy in a costume, and then someone goes flying off the fucking roller coaster on space on Space Mountain, and people die. Like, how is that good fucking advertising for your fucking theme park? He's got. He's not wrong. wrong. (laughs) He's not wrong at all. Mister Marketing over there gets it right again. That's right, damn it. We need to get you an honorary uh, marketing degree from Delgado. And then also have you win the Excellence of Execution Award. <laughs> I don't know how he doesn't already have the honorary doctorate associates from Del- Delgado. You know what they call it in Louisiana when you live in South Louisiana? Delga do you. What? <laughs> okay, it's spelled Delgado, D E L. It's G-A-D-O. spelled Delgado because it is Delgado, right? And it's 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 pronounced Delgado, 
But back when I was younger, people would make fun of it because it was a, you know, a two-year university, yeah. and they would say "Delga do you." I never short. heard that before, like, Michael. Oh bullshit! You've heard that before. No, that's because no. you're from Metairie. You, you Metairie guys just don't Delga hear shit. Do you. Y'all live in dreamland, you know. There was that white flight thing out of New Orleans in the in the in the seventies and eighties, and and y'all just yeah, all the white people went to Metairie and Kenner to get away from you know the, the city. Yes, that's exactly just what saying. happened. And just it's actually it's a fact. White flight happened, and you never heard Delga do you because of that. Because I heard that shit nonstop. Destroyed now. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh man. I was fucking right. deprived. Where are we going with this show, Doc? We're almost done here. To the to the uh, straight to the end of the sun. So before we get out of here, if you haven't already done so, or maybe you got one and it's time to get a new one. Hard Body Hopper is still doing those video shout-outs, life advice, relationship advice. All you got to do is email him, chrisharper16wildcat with a K at gmail.com. Tell him in that email what you want in your video, and then make sure you PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. You, you didn't hear it? If you didn't hear it, yep, he just walked in. If you didn't hear it the first time, Go hit rewind or look at the show description and you'll see it there. Uh, Doc, anything else before we uh, wrap this puppy up and uh, Mike, ride off on the Kawasaki Mule or whatever we're doing? Mike, it's, it, the forecasted high tomorrow is 105. Jesus it's going to feel Christ. like 111. I mean, That's how it is the, here, dude. It's just stupid fucking hot, bro. And that's the, and that's the coolest t- feels like temperature of the, of the three days. Today was 113. God I mean, damn, I was, bro. I was say, what's the difference between tomorrow and what it was like it's today? It's fucking June, dude. I, I can't do. I can't do this till September, Mike. Shit, till fucking October. That too, Harper. I don't know what you want me to say. I mean, I need help. Yeah. I need relief. I need relief too. And it's not that kind you... of relief. I just need you to come over here and like. I'll take some of his fan. Fuck it. No, I just need you to like cool me off with a palm front, <laughs> like blow gonna, like a fan on me or something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I will uh, give Javorski your phone number. That way he can set up a relief session for you. How's that sound? A, a virtual relief session. <laughs> I mean, over sure. Zoom. Sure. I mean, okay. does that sound good for you? No, I don't. I'm gonna pass on that. I'm sure he would be glad to provide you some relief. Come on. What? I don't like the unclassy turn this has taken. <laughs> and he reached over. No. No. Stop it. I reached over and Control provided yourself. him. What did he say, Hopper? I, I reached <laughs> over. He's just, oh, God, dude. How's what it did go? He say? I reached over and I relieved him, him in the form of masturbation. Jesus. <laughs> It's just kid stuff. I own a flower shop too. Just my first time doing this. <laughs> Everyone uh, is either stupid, dirty, or or just evil. Uh...
see that he, he was sexually aroused. He says, oh, can you give me some relief? <laughs> we were laughing and he said, oh, Bob, it's just kid stuff and I've got to have relief. So I was dumb enough to reach over and relieve, relieve him in an act of masturbation. I did the worst thing I've ever done as far as <laughs> he just talked him into it. Breaking the trust and the fidelity that I had with my wife. Hover. Hover. One thing before we get out of here. I'm going to share my screen so you can see this fool's reaction when he licks his lips and shit. <laughs> and, and he starts with his, with his hands like he's T-Rex. Here, here it is. You, can you see it, Hopper? Yeah. Here it comes. We were laughing, and he said, Oh, Bob, it's just kid stuff, and I've got to have relief. So I was dumb enough to reach over and relieve, relieve him in an act of masturbation. <laughs> I did the worst thing I've ever done. As far as <laughs> he licks his lips again. What are you gonna do? He just talked me into it. Breaking the trust and the fidelity that I had with my wife. He kills me. <laughs> These are the balls you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm <gonna> pass out. <laughs> He's gonna pass out over there. wrong with us <laughs> what is wrong what happened we are laughing at <laughs> this is one of this man's most painful moments in his life and we are laughing right. this guy stupided his way into so many painful moments bro that was you know his fucking uh submarine titanic moment well at least he didn't give his life for it well I, he yeah just but he, he, he turned his daughter over to this fella too well that's yeah. the part of that's the part about this that is that's so ridiculous is <laughs> we're laughing at this man's ridiculous <laughs> moment here. Isn't that the but for? <laughs> <laughs> Harper's gonna choke over there. But I, I mean, I as I continued to watch this, I thought it was the most ridiculous thing ever. But the moment that it really got ridiculous was even past this one. The alien it's, shit. It, right. The alien shit just put it over the top. I was like, this is the most ridiculous shit 
almost I've ever heard of in my life. There's another one out there, uh, Our Father or something, Hopper. Have you seen that one? No. On Netflix, it's this doctor who was inseminating all these women, and I don't know, he's got like 60-something kids. Bruh, it is insane. I walked in with my wife and mother-in-law watching it, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Another abducted in plain sight, except it's this artificial insemination person. Making fun of white people again. What? Well, we won't have Netflix anymore. They fucking kicked us off because we're piggybacking off our, off our moms. Oh. Yeah. Well. So okay. Yeah, it was Dang, definitely man. some, um, some yeah. white people stuff. All right. Well, I think it's um, <laughs> I think it's time for us to get out of here, and we're not providing any more we'll relief. Bring Han so. Solo with the balls to me. <laughs> Let half pint go. You relieve your master well. You you will be rewarded. Jesus. <laughs> Any other thoughts, Doc, before we get out of here? <sighs> I don't know what else to say. Harbor hit the tagline. Relieve it, bitch. <laughs> 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 <laughs>